Well, it's that time again. Another episode of Loot Time. Time. So, <laughs> episode three of March. We're kind of trucking along. It's we 50 degrees chugging. out. You know, it's gotten a little warmer. The snow's a little meltier. We're seeing the sun. There's a sun? There's a sun in the sky. It's almost cosmic that there's a sun in the sky. Is it related? It might be. To our theme this <laughs> month, that is cosmic. Cosmic. All right, so in episode one and two this month, we talked about uh, the cosmic antics of Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, go check out episode 44 and 45 to fill yourself in on all the fun that you happen to have missed out on, you know, last couple weeks. Or else. um, We'll make you listen to future episodes. Right. So listen to past episodes so that way you're not forced to listen to current episodes and miss out and miss out so i think that cosmic stuff i think that flows right okay (laughs) so uh this episode we'll be talking about men in black uh not only because it's cosmic but you know futuristically in the next uh couple weeks months months months, i think think. the new one's coming out out. uh men in black black four which we'll get into smally (laughs) smally 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 Well, it's a little bit, not not a lot of it. A tidbit. A tidbit. Just the um, tip. Yes. Uh, and then we talked about, uh, what else did we talk about? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Wow. I'll edit this out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, so, no. So, <laughs> this is Stan. This is Stan. So we're going to talk about Men in Black, the Galaxy Defenders. Uh, but first, the question of the episode. Okay, Kev. Yep. You are stranded in a cosmic abyss. Think uh, Quantum Realm for yep. Ant-Man. Uh-huh. You're, you're stuck, and there's nowhere to go. What do you watch? What TV show do you watch for comfort? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty. Because uh, even if the cowardly... The most cowardly people can survive cosmic adventures, I have a chance. Oh, that's... Even though if it's in the protection of Rick... But just having the idea of what could be out there. And you're not too concerned about them being shorter episodes and shorter seasons? No. Okay, so I'm, you can't get sick of watching it. So if no. you're stuck in the in the quantum realm, let's say, for thousands of years. And you're stuck watching Rick and Morty? That's a sense of humor I can get along with. All right. Okay, just, just want to make sure. Um, see, me... I like a little action, I like mm-hmm. a little adventure, and Ooh. I like a little comedy. And I was actually thinking about this after I saw Shazam. Yeah. Um, but I love Zachary Levi. He's like one of my favorite uh, actors. Mm-hmm. So I think I would sit down and watch Chuck. Ooh. Because nerds plus spies mm-hmm. plus, you know... I used to work at Best Buy, so the the, the, the gadgets, the gadgets and, the... and I like seeing the whole Geek Squad, yeah, Nerd Herd. I think that's called <laughs> the Nerd Herd. That's what I, I like. Uh, part of know, the nerds, part of the nerds. But it was kind of fun that show. I, I was so sad that it ended because he was such a great character. And wasn't that the one where like he had like 
information embodied in his, his head. brain. Yeah, and like and he knew they, kung fu yeah. and language and the, that body, that blonde bodyguard or whatever. Or well, she was in the CIA. I think she was. Okay. She was his handler, Sarah. She was pretty cute, dude. Smoking. Yeah. Smoke. I had a crush on in. Woo! Yeah, it was kind of sad. My brother never saw that show, and he was sitting next to me. We were all watching Shazam, and he was sitting next to me. I'm like, yeah. dude, dude, how did you not watch that show? Go watch that like, show. Come on. I actually was going to lend it to him before he went home, and I completely forgot. And I might just sit down and watch it again myself, because I think I've watched through the entire series mm-hmm. probably like four times. How many seasons are there? Five. Okay. So it's not too long. I think no. it was on Netflix at the time, so it was actually pretty easy to watch, mm-hmm. even though I own the Blu-rays of them yeah, all. the physical copies. That's the problem with owning the physical copies and then it being on Netflix. You're like, well, why am I going to go to my shelf and grab a movie when but I could just... You could have better quality on Netflix. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Netflix is like HD. Well, I guess Blu-rays HD. Oh, yeah. That's I don't true. know. I guess I, I, guess I don't know what the, the, the quality breaks down as, but... Right. I mean, I guess you're not watching internet so you don't have to worry about it buffering or anything. That's true. So, all right. Well, that was fun. Let's not get caught in an abyss. No. I mean, although God, it might no. be fun, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and he got stuck, and spoiler alert, his friends go... Or, like, what if, like, you were stuck in a continuous loop? Of the same, like, yeah. day? Like, like a Groundhog yeah. Day? Well, I don't know if you could end up watching the same, doing watching something over and over again because it wouldn't it just. Well, I guess you know what's going on, so I guess you could just know it, where you are. I guess it would right. make watching TV shows a lot easier. Yeah, as long as they're already out, not new shows, old shows. No, you could watch right. through like an entire season of like twenty four in one day because you keep repeating the same day <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah, that would be tricky. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, poor Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's talk Men in Black. So, first off, just wanted to let you guys know, they are the best kept secret in the universe. So, I don't know how I know about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kev might not have been uh, neuralized, so so he might know about it. But yes, if you guys don't know about the Men in Black, it's probably because you've been neuralized, and we're going to fill you in on what the Men in Black are. Uh, working for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency, K, played by Tommy Lee Jones, and J... Uh, played by Will Smith, but in the synopsis, just to let you know, it was spelled K-A-Y, even though it was like Agent K, just the, the letter. letter. Mm-hmm. Same with J, they spelled it out J-A-Y, I don't know what the, where I got the synopsis from, but <laughs> definitely not, not knowledge- I don't not- think they were very knowledgeable on how they were done. Um, they are part of the Men in Black, uh, providers of immigration services and regulators of all things alien on Earth. You know, I never really caught that. Hmm. That they are basically customs for Earth. Yeah. Like, yep. I th- like they call them the Galaxy Defenders. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're going out and about and, you know, saving the planet. Which, yeah. oddly enough, they, they did at the end. Right. But realistically, they they're, were literally customs agents. They yeah, worked, they're like the airport. Yeah, like pretty much. The airport for aliens. Yeah. They fly in. They check. Remember that one scene well, where they not, checked if they had yeah. fruits or vegetables or... Well, you what know, place to do it better than New York? Well, yeah, I mean, I think they did that because of Staten Island and right. the whole immigration right. thing, so that was kind of cool. Um, while investigating a series of unregistered close encounters, the MIB agents under uncover the deadly plot of an intergalactic terrorist who is on a mission to assassinate two ambassadors from the opposing galaxies currently um, in residence in New York City. Um, so, 
Released July 4th, 1997. Directed by Barry Sonnefeld. And if, for those of you guys that don't know, I absolutely love this director. He did Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. Mm-hmm. And he did... Um, what was it? I, I got a list. Because I wanted to talk about it. Um... Uh, he did that. He did a couple shows on Pushing Daisies. He actually did the pilot for The Tick back in 2001, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, he did Wild Wild West with Will Smith as well. Oh, okay. Um, so very very funny guy. I just hands down, I love his movies. Um, all the TV shows that he's done and been in. He did a few episodes from the Lemonade Snicket series of unfortunate events that was on. Okay. Uh, TV. Um, so mostly from uh season three the final season mm-hmm. but really funny guy I, he doesn't do a lot but what he does it's funny it's really really good so when you see his name pop up on the screen you're like oh awesome Just, and he did his one of his his very first movie he ever did was the adams family back in 91 that was so a good you, movie so you know anything he did after was going to be fantastic right um so first up kev Mm-hmm. What did what did you like most about Men in Black? Did you watch it in '97 when it came out? I mean, I guess I don't know how old you were. I was close to 15, I think. Oh, so I think shoot. I definitely saw it in the theaters. I was seven years old. Seven years old. I yeah. bet you weren't allowed in the theaters. I think this yeah. was rated uh, PG-13. That was the good old blockbuster days. Yeah. So you rented it. It was the good old VHS tape. Uh, yeah, it was probably one of those um, weekend. Uh, each weekend we'd rent a movie, oh, okay. and it must have been like the hit movie once it was released. And, uh, yeah, that's when I watched it. It was one of those weekends. What movie should we rent? And... Did it did it make you want to believe there are aliens just living all over Earth, like trapped in human bodies? I think as a kid, with you know your sense of imagination, I think it was plausible at that time, where like they're disguised as humans, yeah. or like human-sized machines, and they're, like, little bitty aliens in the heads and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh... Or dogs. Or dogs, yeah. Or those peanut-shaped alien twin things that there was, like, five or six of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it made me think it was plausible yeah. that there was aliens walking around us. Now, now, tell me this. As soon as you saw Men in Black, mm-hmm. you immediately went to your parents and were like, I need a pair of black sunglasses. I wanted the flasher thing. I wanted to go around and zap people. You know, that was a real toy. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I it didn't blessed. work, but it, right. it was a real toy that they sold in the stores. <laughs> just going around, just beeping it, and it's making the noises. You forget. You forget. You forget. You forget. You forgot. You suck. You forget. You, yeah, right. You show up to school, and you forgot to do your homework, and you zap the teacher. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or you go up to the bully, punch him in the face, zap. He's like, oh, why does my face hurt? Why are you standing in front of me? (laughs) He kicked me in the nuts. Zap. Yeah, exactly. I think it'd be very useful. I don't think they use it to its fullest extent. They only use it to wipe people's minds of aliens. I feel like you could use it that thing, that tool for. They did it uh, genuinely for like for job purposes. I feel like I'd abuse it. Yeah. So so you'd be the evil MIB agent. I I would yeah I would probably be like your uh, anti agent like good bad like whatever floats my boat type yeah. of thing. I mean the only good reason for the neuralizer obviously aside from protecting the population right. was when like the guy wanted to retire 
They're like, okay, and he set it back like however many years before he was in the MIB, mm-hmm. and then zapped him, and he kind of is like basically the news article is like, oh man, wakes up from coma and like, holy you know, shoot, like yeah. So I mean, that's kind of a humane way to to do it. To do it. I mean, right. although, would you wake up from your little flashy thing and look in a mirror and be like? What How happened? Did I get so old. Right, like where'd the time go? And then people are just like, you were in a coma. I mean, I guess I don't know how the neuralizer works. Is it like it seems like you set a time and you mm-hmm. forget the last, set, you know, the last time frame of when you right not leading so, up to yeah. So I mean, you can't zap out information like oh I know how to play baseball and then zap right oh now I don't know how to play baseball anymore. Like, I don't know if that's how it works. What if it's like, or it sinks like certain memories in your right. brain? Like it, uh, it zaps you, and then, you know, you forget about it. But then when it leads up to that time that you were zapped, it just seems like it was a dream, like deja vu. Like, yeah, that could probably be. Be it. like, I think I know how to play baseball. Like I feel like I played it before. Yeah, I definitely did the black suit thing. Oh, like yeah. whenever I went to like anything formal. Yeah. Dude, I had like Oakleys, like the 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 nice like, kind of they kind of almost look like my glasses now. That's kind of the MIB glass, yeah. kind of frame. And dude, I would just like I literally have just... my I literally have them in my little front pocket. Whip them out, go, and just walk around like I'm in the Men in Black. I don't know, it like I it was like a weird tie. Yeah, I mean the government agent side of it was kind of cool and. I don't know. I feel like me being the, the only thing I don't think I'd want to do is burn my fingers, fingerprints off. Right. Like they like literally wipe you from the face of the planet. You're you're erased, and now you're in the secret Men in Black organization. But I like how they still walk around like being seen. Right. Like, not that they know what they're looking at. Right. But they're like, well, there's two ominous guys walking down the and street. And then there's just that one guy reading the newspaper in that lobby underneath that big fan. Well, he was just, he was the security guard. Yeah, just doing his Do you think thing. he was in the Men in Black, or was he guarding a giant fan? Here, sir, sit here, guard this giant fan, don't let anyone yeah, touch what it. what if he was just zapped? Every time? Every time. Like, or for a certain period of time, like, just guard this fan. And any guy, any person wearing shades in a black suit or whatever, they work here. Okay. Did yeah. you ever wish that your parents had that red button? Oh, in, in their, their car? car? Yeah. Yeah, I always thought certain <laughs> buttons were that car and yeah. make my Start car go fast. Buttons. Steven, sit! <laughs> One of these got to make it go fast <laughs> so we can avoid all the stupid traffic. Just start flying and it's like, what the heck? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't know. Like, there was just so many cool things. And I don't know if it's just because it was the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of my fa- obviously, I've lived through the 90s and all my favorite movies come from the 90s so i don't know if it was necessarily that era Mm -hmm. but i just feel like the action and the comedy and just everything that really went into it was just so perfect Mm -hmm. like they hit every right note um obviously i think you know technically i don't wouldn't call it unrealistic but it definitely was but right like when they go to queens and they have the spaceships on the top of the not this. I don't oh, know. The what towers. It was. The towers. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, where else are aliens going to land? But Queens, like, yeah. I mean, it just like a dig into New York. Like, oh, mm. well, that's where alien spaceships would be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool that all this different stuff mm-hmm. that kind of went into Men in Black just kind of hit every note, and I still think it kind of stands up today. I mean, you kind of yeah. watch through it, and you're like. You know, obviously, this was before 9-11, and mm. 
you know, you're, you're kind of dealing with, you know, immigration and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, aliens and we got to keep them out. And so I think I'm kind of hoping this new Men in Black kind of doesn't go too far into that aspect yeah. of it. Because obviously they tend to progress movies a little bit into something Add better. agendas. Yeah. To, yeah. Just because message. of the era. Just because of the era and where it is. Just... But I feel like with the new one being... Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next I got uh, the soundtrack, oh. Men in Black. Amazing. I think I had the I had first, the second. I think I had the first and second soundtracks. Here comes the Men in Black. Ugh. So, so, <laughs> so I found, I found the the lyrics. Yeah. Because I thought it was would be funny. So Will Smith sung the song. That beat. Yep. So couple of the couple of the things so they're like good guys dressed in black remember that just in case we ever face ever face to face and make contact the title held by me mib like just you know if you ever walk up to anyone in a black suit just we could be we could be men in black um don't screw with us yes so uh we straight don't exist no names and no fingerprints well technically they had a name and fingerprints. And, well, no, no, they burned them off. Yeah. The little thing. Yeah. So they didn't have fingerprints, but they had names. I mean, I guess if you call Agent J and Agent K names, names I don't know. Um, and then it goes down, now from the deepest of darkest night, on the horizon, bright lights enter sight tight, camera zoom on the impending doom. I think it was just talking about, like, you know, the spaceship that kind of flew in and mm-hmm. hit the farm. That farm scene was really funny. And he just gets sucked out of his own skin and he walks up, sugar. <laughs> sugar. Water. Sugar water. More. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll post this on our website, uh, the lyrics, but read through them. They're, they're pretty, pretty damn funny. And, you know, you can't beat, you know, Will Smith He's singing. He's pretty good. I don't know if I could post it on there i guess maybe i could post like the youtube video because that seems mm-hmm. open right open source i guess or it's not copyright game. yes yeah. um so sequels yes second one and third one mm-hmm. held up just as well yeah. or just kind of kind of i think it it upped the ante for because i think i was 12 or 13 when the second one came out because it was like early 2000s yep uh they had like i think i like more adult humor like, uh, they're fighting in the basement, whatever, and, uh, Will Smith, uh, you know, goes in for the low kick in the groin, and, uh, Kay goes, oh, he's a ball chunian, so he pulls out his <laughs> scarf, and he's got a pair of nuts on his chin. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of funny stuff. The whole, you know, Kay got his mind wiped, obviously, at the end of the first one, right. and they had to go find him. Mm-hmm. To wake him up, and he was the mail. You go and back and be as the mailman. And then there was an alien doing the mail. <laughs> like, how do you think the mail could get done so fast? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there was that. Uh, um, I mean, other than that, I don't. I, Johnny I mean, Knoxville and his two-headed, the two heads, and yeah. I, I guess I mean it was okay of a movie. The whole Rosario Dawson character, I just really could have done without she seemed kind of annoying to me yeah um and then there was the third one um with time travel yes and it Um, had um 
Josh Brolin. Yeah. Thanos. As a young Thanos, as a young okay. uh, kid. That was good. That See, was the third good one. one was actually very decent. I loved all kind of his mannerisms mm-hmm. and, and the old school, you know. Because they went back to, like, what decade? Like, I think it was the like 60s? the 60s. It was like right after they discovered aliens exist. Okay. Um, and they were talking about K. Di- it was K dying, right? Mm hmm. I think some, so. Some, was that as it was? Something like that. Some life-threatening. Oh, the dude, the dude, the the metal teeth. No, what was... Can't remember the dude, the guy that, that had guy? no arms. The guy from the prison that had broke out and traveled oh, back in yeah. time and he was going to yep. go kill K. Yep, yep. Because I think the bad guy... Did you ever watch Flight of the Concords or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those guys that was the bad oh, guy. Oh, uh, Jermaine. yeah. Was it? I think so. Jermaine Clement? One of the guys oh, from Flight of the Concords. It must have been Jermaine. I don't think it was Brett. Um, here we go. Men in Black 3. Let's see. Men in Black 3 had... Oh, Emma Thompson in it. Yeah, Jermaine Clump. There he Clement. is. Yep. So Flight of the Concords guy did some... Uh, some evil work. Some evil work. So that was good. Music by Danny Elfman. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Emma Thompson was in it. I can't remember what part she plays. She must have been really young in that movie. What year did this come out? 2012? Maybe she wasn't too young. 2012. Um, but yeah, I, I th- mean... I thought the third one was good. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Uh, 15 years... Um, so Jay has uh, seen some in- inexplicable things in the, his 15 years with Men in Black. Mm-hmm. So He's been in he's it. He's been in it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Kay's life and the fate of the planet are at stake, Agent J will travel back in time to put things right. Jay discovers that there are secrets to the universe that Kay never told him. Secrets that will reveal themselves as he teams up with the young Agent K to save his partner, the agency and the future of humankind. I think the, the, the sad thing, though, was his dad at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So spoiler alert if you didn't see it. Uh, but he actually sees his dad... Um, not die, but oh, did he? He did die. Did he? Did he? I can't remember. No, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. I watched it. I might have to go back and watch it. Oh, <gasps> sad. Okay, last <laughs> thing before we wrap up, MIB four. First, I guess, do you think it's worth it? Uh, I mean, with all the reboots and all the crap that's been kind of being put out lately, I think it will be worth it. Um. I think it takes place like in the same universe because it's it international. Sa- yep, it's in the same universe, but it takes place in London. So, so I th- it, it makes sense because it shows another aspect from the other side of the pond. Yep, and I, as long as it holds true to the original, and they right. don't. Now the other question is: Is it futuristic? Like, is it? You know, is it take place in 2018? Or does it? Take... Or does it take place? Before, right, all that stuff happens. It looks like they upped the ante on the MIB car because, like, he took out like the the rim or like the hubcap, and it was like a uh, an ammo thing for a gun that came out of the car. Like the the car itself becomes like an armory. Like you can just take guns out. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So we'll have to see. Um, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, who was it? I had, I found the. Who's it, yeah, who's it um, so, directed by? Director, I'm not seeing... Hold on. Uh, F. Gary Gray? Gray? Mm. Gary Gary? 
F. Ne- Gary Gary? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. What has he um, done? I don't know. What have you done, sir? So let's see. Chris Hemsworth's in it. Tessa Thompson. Uh, Emma Thompson's in it. Wait, didn't Liam I just say she was in... MIB3? Yeah. And isn't Liam Neeson in this, too? Yeah, Emma Thompson. <gasps> so see, it's all right, all right, all right. See, it's connecting see. a little bit. All right, a little less worry. Uh, Kumel Nahajinani, and I know the name, but I can't place the face. <laughs> um, Danny Elfman did the music. Okay. Um, so he's back. Mm-hmm. Some guy named Chris Bacon. Mm, Bacon. Chris, is he related to Kevin Bacon? Ooh, Ooh. he could be. Ooh. Kevin Crispy Bacon. Bacon. Crispy Bacon. Crispy Bacon. Do you think that's the Dude, if you were Kevin Bacon and had a son, would you name him Crispy Bacon? I would. <laughs> or Smoky Bacon. Smoky Bacon. Yummy Thick Bacon. bacon. <laughs> All the Bacons. All the Bacons. The Bacons family. Yes. Okay, so July, June 14th, 2019 is when this movie's coming out. Okay. So keep that, keep that in mind and uh, go out and see it. Tell us what you think. Uh, maybe we'll come back and uh, do a review about it. Do a little review. So one other thing before we close out. So Emma Thompson as Agent O, the head of the U.S. branch of the MIB. What um, she doing? reprises her role from Men in Black Three. So you might want to go back and watch Men in Black Three mm-hmm. to kind of get your mind right on that. Um, so okay. you kind of remember who she is, kind of going into the. Did the original director did didn't he get killed or something like that, or he died or something? You're, like that. The original director from Men in Black? Yeah. That I dude. don't know. Um, I can check. No, he was alive in... Two, at least he was alive in... No, he's doing stuff right now. Oh, he's the executive producer on Men in Black International. Was it, what? Did his character die, though? He didn't have a character. Who? No, like... No, like uh, that dude who ran MIB. Oh, Zed. Yeah, Zed. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about the director of like, the movie. That's what I meant as director. <laughs> Yeah, I think he died. Okay. Yeah, yeah. in the third in the third one, I think he was dead. He got shot. Something. I don't know. Happened. You could probably look it up. Yeah, you you didn't definitely didn't. Uh... Sorry. The specifics. I was, yeah. I didn't list the specifics. You said director. Yeah, I was like, what? Says, director could mean anything. Yes, it could mean anything. Even a boat. In a boat. In a boat. In a in a in a boat. Okay. In a butt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Okay, guys, it's time to close it out. Um, so we've had a lot of fun with men in black tonight. Um, be sure to sign up for, uh, the next loot crate. Cause it's coming out tomorrow, uh, March 20th. So loot crate will be closed for March. Uh, but make sure to sign up for, um, April's crate by April 19th. We'll, uh, let you know what the new theme is. So you guys, uh, get that, uh, shop at hot comics and collectibles for all your comics and collectible needs. If you live in the state of Minnesota, or have an internet connection, because they have the website as well. Um, go to Hot Comics, use the discount code NOISYCRICKET, because, you know, That's Will, small, Will Smith really loves his Noisy Cricket. Oh, yeah. Um, save 20% on all Men in Black-related items. You can find us on social media, at Loot Time Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, at Loot Time Podcast. So like, subscribe, and share with all your friends on those three social media sites. Um, you can contact us via our website, or at LootTimeAtYahoo.com. You can also find all of our fun stuff at LootTimePodcast.com. So all the things we talk about on the show go right to the website, and you guys can check them out there. Um, If you listen on iTunes, make sure to rate and review on there as well as subscribe. 
If you do not listen to us on iTunes and you listen to us on mostly every other platform, make sure to subscribe on there and also go to smashbomb.com, search Lute Time Podcast, give us a nice review on there because, you know, we like to know if we're doing good or not. All right, Kev, I think that's Steven. it. Okay. <laughs> I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Kevin Ebner. And that's all the loot time we have. Good, good night. night. Go. <laughs>